We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I'm the voice of reason. Now, back to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. All righty, let's head right out to the Bud Light guest line. All guests appear on the Bud Light guest line. Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Lo, Neil. Lo, Lo. Hey, Lo, what's going on, buddy? Hey, what's up, my guys? How we doing? Well, what'd you think of the Niners game? Talk to us. Yeah, yeah. you know what? I just thought that you, you, you had a team that was doomed from, from kickoff, pretty much. You, you saw... The Niners played their ass off, guys, but let's face it. When you don't have a quarterback, a serviceable quarterback, you don't have a chance. So you didn't get to see a true indication of what that game could have been. Do I think the game would have been a lot different? No question. When you can't run the ball and you have not a guy to throw the ball to the weapons that the Niners have on the outside of you, Debo, you know, Kittle, McCaffrey, the list goes on. When you don't have someone to be able to facilitate that, let's face it, you don't have a chance. There, there, there's not maybe it's maybe two teams, two or three teams the Niners could have beat in the whole NFL. As good as the Niners are, there might have been yesterday, there was maybe one or two teams that the Niners could have beat. The All 32 teams, the Niners are good enough that maybe at the max, maybe a handful, five, and that's being generous. If you cannot throw the ball, uh, I don't. I don't think that they would have beat maybe two or three, you know, five at the max yesterday without having a quarterback. Lo, let me ask you this because the people don't know we we text back and forth, and I feel like we got our signals crossed because every every week we have you on. I've been saying, I've been telling people, I don't know what Brock Purdy is going to be, but I know right now he looks better than what Trey Lance was doing when he in his couple of games, and he's the best option they have. But you texted me the other day, and I felt like you were saying that that I was all in on Purdy, and I'm not. So okay. I'm because okay, yesterday good. was case in point when he went out the game and Josh wasn't ready. It was a wrap. It was a wrap. I'm okay. I'm glad that you because usually I, I just hear a lot of jaws and a lot of talking heads go out there and and look. And I could be wrong, but I can tell you right now. And Steiny, you know this. You've been on the show with me. I said to Joe Burrow when he came out, and you could ask Joe for all the. I said Joe Burrow will be the best of that class. I looked at Joe Burrow and the way that he played in the national championship. Go watch. I said this guy has it. Mm. I've been on Joe Burrow. From day one, when he before he came into the league, I said this guy is the guy. Now I'm gonna tell you right now, I, I do believe that Purdy had did a hell of a job. But you know how you know Steiny is it easier to keep teach a four or five year old how to go, you know, to to, to teach a Steiny, a teach a, a kid what to do. But you get someone older that's already set in their ways. It's harder for them to change. It's harder for the, what they do. They usually revert back to old habits. I think you have a situation 
and Purdy that you had Shanahan in the ear in the earpiece that was talking to him, and I said he's capable, comparable, and all those things that Shanahan said. This is where the ball should go. And Purdy, because of he's young and in the side, he said, "Look, Shanahan said this is where the ball goes. He's in his ear. He's got 15 seconds. You get in cover three. He can talk to him for 10 seconds, so it's getting ready to go. And then they touch up, turn the mic off. This is what you get, and this is where the ball should go." And I think because he's young and understands, hey, look, it's not about me. All I have to do is follow instructions. I think that that's why you saw him have great, I think he was going to have success. And then he improvised when he got in trouble. He was able to improvise and his athletic ability was able to take take, take place. So I do believe he functioned at a high level, but I'm not going to be one of those guys, and I'm glad Guru just said, that I'm saying I'm not all in on Purdy. Because if you go and say, okay, I'm going to, even if Purdy's okay, to go out and say, I'm going to make this guy my starting quarterback and go ahead and just say, I'm going with him and he's going to redo his deal after one year and now he's a second-year player and just say, I'm going to give him a boatload of money because I'm going to bet on this guy as the future. I think that's foolish of Cal Shanahan and John Lynch. And I know everyone's saying, oh, trade this guy and do this. I understand Jimmy's out the door. I get that. I keep these two quarterbacks. I bring in a veteran guy that, you know, that I know that's a good veteran guy that can help teach these two young guys. But it's no way am I letting these two guys get out of the door when I still got two to three years left with two quarterbacks that I'm trying to see where my team is going. Mm. Lorenzo Neal joining us on the Bud Light guest line. Yeah, I mean, the way the way I look at Purdy uh, low is he'll probably be the number one quarterback at the start of camp for the 49ers, and, and he'll probably earn the job in week one. But then he's got... You know, then he's got to be as good or better than last year, this past year. And he might be. He might be. But he might not be. He might not be either. So I'm, I'm kind of with you there on Purdy. I think he's going to be the starter next year. But I don't. it's like a stock. I don't think past success guarantees future results. Yeah, I'm with you, Steiny. And here's what people have to take in consideration. Just like you said, I don't know if he's my starting issue. And I know everyone's like, oh, well, what, what did you see out of trade? I've seen a guy in trade that's still raw. I see a guy in trade that you say potential, he still has potential. You look at Brock Purdy and say, who has more potential? Who has more upside? Who has more athletic ability? Who, who can scramble? Who's faster? Who all have all the potential? When you just talk about just potential, who can throw the ball farther? Who can do, who has just the most athletic ability and potential? And when I look at it like that, to me, it's trade. And that's my opinion. I could be wrong. So I'm talking about from an athletic ability and ability to do those things, I give Trey a give Trey advantage. For Brock, I give him the advantage that Brock, hey, look, Brock knows where to go with the ball. Brock has football, football IQ right now is higher. But when you look at his ceiling, a guy that's less than 6'1", you're going to tell him that he's going to stay in the pocket, mm. and now you're going to have to make sure that you can still protect. If he can't see over the pocket and see over the line, he's going to have to move the pocket. He's going to have to do other things. Is Brock, is he going to be able to be that guy in the league when the guys are bigger, faster, and they can block, block down, back down passes? Is he going to be a pocket guy that you can depend on for the next 10 to 12 years? And that's where, guys, I'm not on that Brock Purdy train. I think he's good. I think he showed that he can be. But right now, if you said, I'm going to trade for Brock Purdy. If you're if you're the Baltimore Ravens, if you're not going to keep uh, if you're not going to keep Lamar Jackson, are you trading? Are you going to go to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? I'm going to give up a first pick or a second round pick for Brock Purdy. Is, is are you going to do that, Finey? Nope. I think you know what, Finey, you're real. No, you're real. and you're you're absolutely, and, and that's what people. I don't understand. I'm like, I'm trying, and I could be wrong, guys. People want a quarterback I, low. They want to believe in something. 
I, I know good, but I know and I want to believe in something. And I'm just saying, I, I just say, give me the potential that I haven't seen enough. My eyes have not seen enough. I get when, that. When, when, when Trey threw that bomb in preseason and everyone talked about, oh, my God, look how good the long ball. I was oh, one of them. Going. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, were, they, they loved him. And all of a sudden, oh, well, I don't know anymore. This, uh, it's like, I just want to trust the process. And I think Shanahan is going to trust in John Lynch's process. And I'll be, I, I will, I'd be willing to bet right now, guys, that he's not trading trade like everyone is saying out there in the media. Whoa. I don't think that's happening. I mean, depending on your perspective, and I could I can see it from both sides. I really can. You can look at the 49ers quarterback situation and say, eee, I don't know. Yeah. But you can also look at it and say, wait a minute, we got two guys on low one guy's on his rookie deal, one guy's got a ridiculously low contract. The guy with a ridiculously low contract showed us he ain't bad. He ain't bad, and we still now have an ace up the sleeve with Trey Lance. What if Trey Lance is good? So I could see how, I I think you're exactly right. I'm bringing a veteran in here, and those are the three guys I'm probably going to roll with. Absolutely. That's where I'm, and Donnie, that's where I'm at. Now, now I'm not going to lie to you. I think that there's only one guy you can bring in here, and both quarterbacks will understand and still say after this that one year we're going to be fighting for that job because you still got them both for the low and they still have first deal and you guys know where I'm going, Mr. Tommy Brady. Sarah you High School. Bring, you, you can bring Tom Brady in here and guess what? Both these quarterbacks will fall in line. They know what they they and then guess what? Though they're going to be sitting behind the goat for one year and because. Tom's done after this one year. Without a doubt, 1,000%, I would bet my life savings guru that after this one year, if he plays another year, he's done. So why not say, bring in the GOAT? Do you know the kind of teaching these guys would get, both of these guys, for their future? And both of them would be like, you know, be like kids in the candy store. We got, and they will understand who's teaching them. Do you think that now once he's done, the competition of those two quarterbacks, what the level of IQ, what they're going to be learning from Tom Brady? If I'm the Niners, I look at all my options. But one thing I'm doing, if I am bringing in Tom Brady, if McGlinchey's out the door, I'm going out and I'm spending some money on a, on, on a right tackle. I'll say this to that, Lo. I'm not saying you're wrong. I even tweeted that scenario. But if it did, Kyle seems like a control freak. And if he didn't, they didn't go after Brady and get it done three years ago before Brady's Super Bowl with Tampa Bay. What the hell, and I'm just saying, what the hell has changed to where now he's three years older and they sign off on it. But I got to ask you this because you played the game about Bosa. Listen, I'm not saying he played bad. I get excited. I own it. I've said he reminds me of Strahan, Reggie White, D. Ware. But, lo, we just watched three playoff games and 97 did not record a sack. And I'm asking you, I want somebody just to go to a chalkboard and explain to me, did he play well and not put up numbers? Or am I off basis by saying, hey, 97, you're that dude. Where were you? Yeah, I, I think that's fair. I think that's a fair question. And, and, I, and I, you know, I went, in a, I went in the locker room after, you know, after the game and they won against the Cowboys. And to be honest, like I told you, Guru, and like we talked about last, if the Cowboys running back doesn't get hurt, that's and the kickers, and and just take even the mistakes that Dak made. You take that interception away because now they're confident in a field goal. They go in the locker room winning ahead, and now you let the three-point, six-point game change. So I think, personally, I think they dodged the bullet. 
when you look at what the running back and when, when he broke his ankle, whatever happened to him, and then you know you didn't have a kicker. I think the Cowboys played well enough in spite of to win that game. So that was anybody's game. And I looked in, went in the locker room, just kind of seeing Nicky Bolson, and just you know sitting around and looking. At it. I think he understands that. I think Nick Bosa puts a lot of pressure on himself because he is a great. He's one of the best pass rushers in the league, bar none, and one of the greatest players in the league right now, top top five or ten defensive players in the league, hands down. But where was he at in the playoffs? Now, he made plays. He got doubled. He still made plays. He still almost had a safety yesterday. If you watch some of the things that he does, he for, he forces the guy to step up. He makes the quarterback step up in the pocket. How many times have you seen him push in the pocket? Now, if someone's in the middle, if you get more middle push, I think that Bosa has more impact on the game. So I do believe what you're saying, Gru, and it's justified. But I would love to show you what he did do and show you what other guys need to step up because what he did. But I do believe, Guru, that he pressed. I do believe mm. that he was trying hard and he instead of just relaxing and saying, I'm just going to cut it loose. I think that he put pressure on himself. I need to be getting sacked. I, and it started, Guru, in my opinion, the Raider game. The Raider game, he was so close to making history. It, he put that burden on his back. And I think he played tight and intense. Low Neal joining us on 95-7, the game. Um, Low, let me let me ask you this, because, uh, you know, three or four weeks ago, we were talking about the Niners, and, and you actually brought it up. And you said, guys, I'm telling you right now, if the 49ers don't get it done, people are going to look at their schedule and say they didn't have the toughest competition. Well, of course, everybody takes that to, you're saying they didn't play anybody, and what does that really mean, and that's it. But... Their last two games, and maybe this is the way it goes, were the two best teams they played against, or at least Brock Purdy played against. And I, I know you expect that in the in the postseason, but it, it, wouldn't it have helped if if he did have one game during his run where I don't know, maybe everything didn't fall into place? Yeah, I, I, I totally understand what you're saying, Stiney, and I think that's the, that's the unknown, and that's why it's like what comes first, the chicken or egg, and everyone talks about, hey, they went on a great run, yes, but I, that's what I've been telling them. You had a great team. What Brock did is that I'm not going to turn over the ball. Let's face it. The freaking Dallas Cowboys had an opportunity to have three interceptions. You look at Seattle. Seattle dropped a bunch of interceptions. They got, Brock Purdy had a lot of opportunities. So other teams had a lot of opportunities to capitalize on Brock Purdy's mistakes. And just unfortunately, they dropped interceptions. Dallas, you saw it. They dropped them. Seattle dropped them. So when you look at this team and you talk about what they did, I think yesterday, guys, even if Brock Purdy's healthy, I just think that I think that Philadelphia was a better team. I think that if you watch the game and go watch ninety nine, uh, uh, help me out here, guys. Uh, the, the, the knee was hurt, but Kinlaw ninety nine, yeah, Kinlaw, guys, Kinlaw got pushed around, and, and, and I like these guys. I, I love you guys, and I love and the Niners. Know as players, I love the players, and you guys know that I'm great friends with Hughes. I wanted them to win a Super Bowl. I wanted them in Super Bowl. But I'm going to tell you right now, I, even if they have Purdy, I don't think that they beat Philadelphia. I think Philadelphia was more physical. Now, I know the defense took a lot of chances because they know that they needed to get turnovers in order to be in that game because they knew offensively it wasn't going to happen. So they needed to have big-time plays to help their offense. But I'm telling you right now, guys, in-law got thrown around like a rag doll. He got knocked out of three holes over. I seen him get knocked over from the from the B gap guys all the way out to the wide nine. From the three, I'm talking about 
moved over from the guard to the tackle, outside the tight end on that gaping touchdown. Go back and watch it. I'm just telling you, I saw him get, I saw him trying to hold a point, and I saw guys driving five yards down the field. I'm telling you guys right now, Philadelphia wore them out. Philadelphia beat them up front, guys, in the trenches. Games are won and lost in the trenches. And, I, and you know, and, and, and guys on the Niners, if you're listening, you guys had a hell of a year. But I'm just telling you, Philadelphia was a more physical team, and they pushed them around yesterday. And I don't know what game you guys were watching, but if you watch the deep, the offensive line in particular, they got to them, guys. Yeah, no, hey, I, I told Stoney I've never seen uh... – uh, nine to Trent Williams, you know, get pushed around, and that's why he did what he did when it was over. <laughs> he went straight barroom brawl, low. But I, I got to bring this up because I have no problems with Kyle except early, and I believe this set the tone for the game with the non challenge. And I hate that the electronics, you got to know when to do it. They should do it. But low, I know it was early. But it was going to be a turnover had you just thrown the challenge flag. You being a former player, did that set the tone for Sunday? Or was that just one of many plays that, hey, he didn't throw it, we move on? No, Guru. Don't think that whole game. Don't think that Cal Shanahan last night on that plane home. And he's a great, I think, he, like you said, he's a great coach. And, yes, it's easy to second guess a lot of things. Don't think without a doubt that he's upset with his he's disappointed in his coaches. Oh, he's man. disappointed in the he's disappointed with the people that that says, "Hey, you should challenge that." Because let me tell you something, you would have you should have just challenged him because the way the guy got up, and you could see the way that he was patting his hands like, "Let's go, let's go," and you saw how quick Philadelphia. Why do you think Philadelphia was trying to get up? So uh, to me, that was an uh, and, and 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 Cal to me is a great coach. That was a no-brainer, Guru. Guru, and here's the deal: the reason why I think that he, that play even hunts him even more because now it's fourth down. You get the ball on your on their forty, and now guess what? Your mentality is different. You don't even you don't even know if it gets pretty hurt because now you're not trying to necessarily play from behind and say we got to get right back in this game, quiet the crowd. But now you just had a turnover on downs. You could run the ball. You're only twenty yards away from being in field goal range without a doubt guru that changed the complexity <sighs> of the game 1000%. 1000%. Loneil joining us on uh, 957 the game. Let me let me ask you this low cuz some people have uh, you know texted into the Xfinity mobile text line and they're they're talking about uh, you know the, a 49ers defense that that was demoralized because of the offense. I let me, let me ask you this. You played offense I'm sure there were times where you guys had a juggernaut offensively, but the defense couldn't stop anybody. Like, does the other side of the ball impact your psyche or maybe, you know, your emotion level? Or no, because we just have a job to do and, and we can't worry about the things we can't control. No, I, I agree with the text line saying they were demoralized, but the psychological, without a doubt, it hurt the defense. It, it, let's, let's be, because you had to take more risks. You had to gamble more. I thought there were some bad calls. I thought when, when you had AJ, 
Agent Brown get called, you know, you know, Ward get called for holding. He that was within five yards. I thought that was a horrible call. You had three plays, like three plays that cost seven points. It changed the complexity of the game. They just knew they couldn't win. Absolutely, they were demoralized, but they knew that they had the risk and take gambles because let me tell you something. When Purdy got hurt, guys, let me tell you right now, it was it was big. Now they're going to say the right thing, like, hey, we believe next man up, let's go. Hey, you know what? We're going to try to come up and win. Yeah, they thought that, but let me they they believed it. But then after one and two series, defense held up three series, four series, and you saw that they still the inability to do anything on offense. Let me tell you guys, without a doubt, one thousand percent, they knew that it was over, and they knew that they had to be desperate because offense was absolute. Mm. But when you're playing nine, put nine, ten guys in a box, Philadelphia won with four and five down linemen and six and brought the safety down. They were daring them to throw the ball. They had no chance. So, yes, it messed with the psyche. But I'm going to tell you right now, when I was watching those some of those defensive linemen up front, it had nothing to do with psyche. It had everything to do with you just getting your ass whipped because it started early in the game where they were creating a new line of scrimmage, driving the defensive line, not all of them, but I'm talking about driving defensive linemen five yards down the field and knocking them five yards sideways, left and right. I'm telling you guys, that had nothing to do with the offense. That had everything to do with you just getting your butt kicked. Low Neal. Wow. So the better team won, Donnie. It sounds like it's low. That's yeah. question. Yeah. Thanks, Damn. Low. We'll talk to you uh, soon. Thank you, Man. I agree with him. That's what I came out saying. It's funny how he went in on Ken Law 99, who he didn't have a good game at all. But I, I wanted to jump in and do what you do to me when I say, Jordan Poole. You're like, no, you put it at the doorsteps of the, the Bosas. And I know it's more it's than fine. one guy on the line, but I felt like Ken Law was just a byproduct of Bosa not doing his job either. You know, and he got to say, he got to tackle for a loss. People, I get that. It's one play. I, I think people are. Misconstruing what I'm saying about the defense. I'm not saying the defense lost the game for him. I'm not saying the defense uh, didn't Dude, come. I'm watching it. The, the defense numbers. was in a terrible, uh, terrible position. Terrible. We all know that. But hold on. So the only chance they had yesterday was if their defense came up with a super, super special effort. Okay. And, uh, and I don't even think that exists in the scenario. Maybe it didn't. Maybe but, it didn't. But, but did eleven okay. penalties? No, that's Here's why the they thing. lost and, focus. But right. two long drives before the residue, Steiny, and everything kind of hits yeah. home that we don't even have a guy but that see, can throw the ball. Yeah. They, the defense gave up two long ass drives in the first half. Right. That's my point. But the That's, numbers, when you look at numbers in the the, the third know, down, the lack of third downs for Philly, 5 of 15, Hurts 121 yards, Eagle running backs only 3.4 yards a pop. It's like, where did you where did you lose the game? And how did they get down the field you know, on it, those two drives this is early? What, and, and this is vintage, vintage. Everybody wants to talk about Devontae Smith, the drop that wasn't called. Fine. You know what I look at? You had a fourth down and one on the first drive of the game. You hold the Eagles there. Huh. Now, you hold the Eagles there. Now you got the ball at the Eagles 30. But you know what? You know what happened on that play? The Eagles offensive line pushed uh, back I saw the, the, the 49ers D line. If, if, if the D line of the 
49ers could have held their possession position yeah. there. Guess what? They got the ball at the oh, 30. Man, oh, and that's before oh, any injury. Be that's before any injury. Yeah. So before the game was out of reach and the Niners defense got demoralized, they had an opportunity to do something that they had done multiple times during their winning yeah. streak, right. which was get a stop on fourth down. Yeah. They didn't. It's the way it goes. And Those they are lost big a plays. turnover battle three. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more rings, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Trick responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Nothing. Yeah. God. Yep. All right. Uh, oh, we got to take a break. All right. Uh, I see full phone lines. We're going to get back, talk about the uh, NFC Championship game. All guests are brought to you on the Bud Light guest line. Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy. It's all you and your thoughts on the 49ers. We also got John Dickinson. John Dickinson coming up at 2.30. He was at the link yesterday. Sam, I always go to the trenches. Now, back to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. See that one over your head, Goo? Uh, Play it for Goo again. Yeah, this is what happened the, Friday with the interview uh, with Brian Baldinger. Uh, Sam, I always go to the trenches. <laughs> who is Sam? Sam was who he thought Evan was. <laughs> so he called Evan oh, Sam the whole interview. Did you? You told him, of course. Well, uh, John got in my ear and said, you might want to reset because uh, Bald yeah. is calling him Sam. And I said, eh, let's just keep Who the hell is John? <laughs> Evan, oh, come on. You guys got... Well, you play that game when people call you the wrong name. Yeah. You just roll with it. Yeah, you got to tell them. Hey, look. And, yeah, I want to make Baldy feel bad. Baldy's he was, he, was he was trying to be nice because he, he said Sam more than Steiny. Like he, he was did. clearly trying to make me comfortable in the interview. Okay, but just got the first. Evan, name let's put the right on the table. I was at a funeral. I wanted to listen. I was. My heart was with you guys. Steiny's friend. Did he come in sounding like Rocky Balboa, or did he make Philly fans? Because I'm going somewhere with this. Hmm. Where they talk to me about his appearance? E. I feel like he was a, a good indication of what I thought Philadelphia fans were, which is knowledgeable, passionate. Sometimes they lean towards aggressive, but at the end of the day, it's just because they love their team. I'm a football guy. Well, the uh, guys, I know you follow the station's account. What I saw Bonte and Butcher walk through is something that changed my life. Oh, that please. was Steiny. That was Bloods, Crips, what? Mississippi burning. Dude, they, I, I don't, I can't something say respect. No, but it looked happen? like they were in the wrong. Oh, you mean they were Mario? The Eagles fans were booing a pack of Stanley. They were fans. throwing stuff, spitting, oh. but they were. I didn't really. And see then Monte said the women were even flipping them. 
I'm just saying Philadelphia, I don't, I'd be in a jail cell. Why? I would be trying to do something. I slap to what? To whoever was told. Did you see the guy throw the jute, the beer up in the air? Okay. It was thick. I got to, dude, I got to call each one of them, man. And that was intense. You, you, you're not, you're not grasping. Did you see that video? I, I wasn't. Started. I didn't I think it was a big deal. I said, is this the 60s? I mean, they were like, boy. Did you think they were going to break bread? No, but but, (laughs) I'm laughing, but I'm not. I saw a lot of middle fingers. Yeah. I saw a lot of Did you see liquid up in the air? Maybe a little bit. Book said he got spit on. Free drink. Mm. Hey, always, always one bad apple. No, this was everybody's fan base. Philly, everybody's fan base. I ain't going to Philly ever, Stein. I'm out. I'm done. Come on, (laughs) your freak came in here acting all. Hey, Mister Rogers, that's the real Eagle fans. Oh my goodness, I couldn't stop watching it. I don't want to read. I don't want to read. Oh, read. You got to share with us now. Tell something. Nah, I don't want to do it. Before because it'll be bait. I'll do it later. In the right, week. When, when, emotion, when, no, when emotions aren't running high from Forty Nineer fans, and again, um, that was you know, the way I look at look at Sunday's game. Shout out to the fellas. Man. Was I'm with Low. I thought the Eagles were the yeah, better team. I, I, I can. Does it stink? Purdy got hurt. Yes. Could they have won with Purdy? Of course. Would they have? I don't believe so. I don't yeah, believe I, so. And I'm not mad at you. The, Tupac. You know, the, the Brock Purdy doesn't play in the trenches. And they got beat in the trenches. Which is not his fault. Exactly. But when the trenches are going the Niners way on both sides of the ball, he looked electric. But I'm looking at you right now. And that's why I tried to clarify with Lowe. You didn't get that, Stoney. That went over your head. He had me out here like I was saying uh, Purdy's the next Montana. And that's why I'm waiting. Maybe we'll hear it on Damon and Ratto or Devon and um, Allen tonight. What the the results of this MRI are. Because, again, I don't know how good Brock Purdy is, Stoney. I'm not worried about a guy's MRI when he's got seven months till the next game. Even if it, even if what the UCL, yeah. If they say they're gonna have to amputate, we got a problem. No, it's a uh, shoulder injury. It's an elbow injury. It's an arm. It's something. It's a which could require six months off. Okay, scenario. Okay, then he comes back in August. But then is he him? Probably not. Till then, what do you do? Four games into the season. Well, let's put the right on tape. You you taking a flyer on Brady? No. Even if Purdy's healthy. No. Rodgers. No, I'm taking a, I'm taking a, I'm, you don't want to pay those guys the money they're going to want. What you need is a third string like veteran to me. Look, Purdy's going to start at the, at this point, Purdy's going to start and Lance is going to back him up unless Lance beats him out. Which is on the which, table. You yeah. know what? If Lance beats Purdy out, that's good. Yeah. And I think Lance will be because he never had the chance to dance with McCaffrey. So when we do see him again. It's going to probably be the best version of himself. But, study to that, again, this is random. He was in a walking boot steal yesterday, Trey Lance. So whatever's going on in the foot, he ain't running. Like, I was like, damn, how long is it going to take? Ben's in Alameda. Hey, Ben, how you doing? Good, good. You guys have a great show. You know, I was going to throw a shout-out to Josh Johnson, his dad coached at basketball at St. Joe's in Alameda, Gordy Johnson. 
uh, with Jason oh. Kidd, so there's a little knowledge. You still can. Him. You still Thanks, can. Man. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah, he's awesome. He's awesome. Uh, I was going to say, you know, I think that, in my opinion, I think that the game was lost with Kyle Shanahan. He had a great chance to just – it was 7-7 seven to seven with Josh Johnson in the game. He didn't need to put him in the shotgun to make anything happen. He just control the game, get to the second half, make your adjustments there. But he didn't. He tried to just take this dude and make him into uh, Randall Cunningham. And when you, and we took the shotgun and he fumbled it, that was the game. That was the real game. And the game even more than that was when Shanahan didn't had time to go in the locker room and get another quarterback and just say, hey, guys, look, we're out of quarterbacks. Who can play catches? Who can pick? You play quarterback. Great. We're going to control the game. We're not going to throw it away. We're going to keep it close. Do what you can do. More throw it as much as you can over the middle. And just throw it away if you ain't got nothing. But if you're going to go back, uh, we're losing you, Ben. Yeah. We're losing you. We get the uh, five three zero sustaining recovery time for Tommy John's nine months. Yeah, we had we had Panja on this morning that said that would be highly unusual if it's that type of an injury. It's different than baseball, they say. Exactly. So still, you, nobody wants that. But I mean, Evan said in the green room. Connor's going to be right back here, and I kind of feel that, but okay, maybe Dallas, we'll Philly, see. but now you know what it takes to be ultra thug life on both sides of the ball, and Bosa's going to need some help, especially if we now know it ain't Ken Law, Steiny. Armstead, yeah, okay. See, this but, is No, this is, I mean, but you know what you need. And Dallas was doing whatever they wanted to your offensive line. Like, that was cute because they won. But now when you look at the whole big picture. And that's what I mean. And that's what I mean. If you want to be a 49er fan that says, we lost because Brock Purdy got hurt, then you're ignored. Now you're saying Bosa needs help. Bosa needs help. Nobody said Bosa needed help a month ago. Nobody said Bosa needed help two months ago when they were kicking everybody's behind during the regular season. So what, like they, they played a really good team, and you got to assess. You didn't get to assess like you wanted to because your starting quarterback got hurt. Well, offensively, but you, can still, you can still assess defensively. No, you and those two drives were long. Let's go to uh, Craig in San Leandro. Hey, Craig, how you doing? I'm okay. All right, uh, I got uh, one question. When the 49ers realized they needed another quarterback, was anybody, and I mean anybody on the planet Earth that had NFL experience available other you know than Josh Johnson? Hey, Craig, you know what? I'm going to talk about that because I think that's – I thought about this, and let's let's throw it out there. Okay, so how long have the 49ers been playing with just – Purdy and Johnson. Eight weeks, two months, mm. right? About two months. Now they had a guy Eason on the practice squad. All right. So, and I'm not saying I'm clairvoyant, but as I'm watching Purdy play more and more, especially into the playoffs, I'm like, man, this guy, this guy's been evasive, mm. but boy, he's scaring me a little bit. I thought. That Yushchak was there an emergency quarterback, or maybe Debo, or maybe McCaffrey, and maybe this is the easiest thing to second guess. Maybe there's only two guys who can throw on every roster. I thought, and maybe if it got to this point, it wouldn't have mattered anyway. I thought that every team had at least a third guy on the roster yeah. that could throw a forward pass. I, I thought they would have. 
somebody else on their roster who could do that. Wow. And watching the broadcast, and I'm going to back you up because I've heard you talk about it. I thought it was McCaffrey, but they didn't want him to take that pounding or what have you. But you got to really be unfortunate or the football gods frowning upon you for you to have in a championship game two quarterbacks go down. Not, I have never matched oh, diamonds. I, I bet don't you know it's happened. I, win! I'll bet now, you Now when the Niners times. kept running the ball, they had an option to throw a forward pass. I had never watched the play clock tick, tick, tick. The game clock tick, tick, tick. And I go, I can predict what's good. It's not going to be a pass. There was not a... And they tried to flea flicker, but you're right. Like, that's crazy. Somebody tell me when it ever happened. I don't believe it's ever happened, man. How do you explain three delay a game penalties? Well, that's your backup, Rusty. Oh, okay. Well, no, I'm not saying it's right, but you get. But if they're only running. Oh, well, <laughs> now well, I guess it was with Josh, Josh no, uh, Johnson well. was in. Uh, let's go to Jim 707. Ah. Hey, Jim, how you doing, man? Hey, fellas, thanks for taking my call. Yep. I'm great. Thanks for taking my call. First, let me premise this by saying I'm a Raider fan, and I wanted to see Purdy finish the season out. I felt like we were all kind of robbed of that. You know, no, injuries happen regardless of the way that the game turned out. But I, I just kind of fell in love with that story of a, you know Mr. Irrelevant wrapping up the season. Really, really would have wanted to see him finish that game regardless of the different than the way it ended. He did finish the game, but it wasn't what we all wanted to see. And secondly, uh, what happened to the big bad Bosa yesterday? That guy. He overran so many plays. Huh. I saw the running backs go outside on him, and he's diving inside, like at least three or four plays. I just want to say, Max Crosby probably would have had a sack in that game. Anyway, I'm out, fellas. Thank you. That's Jim. What? Hey. 707. Hey, but there were times where Bosa, he, he stayed. You know, He showed the discipline and didn't crash and stayed and came on the outside, and that helped him on certain plays. But, again, Stoney, when you talk about, and I have, ad nauseum, and you have to, just how badass he is, I don't think it's pointing the finger. And if you take it that way, so be it. But when you're dominant as I think he is, you don't need no help. You are gonna, you're just going to wreck the game. Who? And uh, Bosa. Remember and the he game? didn't wreck it. Let me ask you a question. What was the game when Steph, and this is, a, this is an exaggeration. Okay. Well, the story's not an exaggeration, but the, analogy, the comparison is. Remember that game where somebody played Davidson? When Curry was in college, and they basically put four guys on Curry. I remember you told me this. Yeah, and Curry had took two shots, but they won. They Davidson won. Like you can take a guy out of a game. Like you can. And clearly, I'm sure Philly was doing something with Bosa, or even if the guy blocking him had a great game. You know, I mean. Stuff like that happens. Man. What are you looking at? Just the pieces. The pieces yesterday because, again, you know me, Stoney. I'm a real one. I wanted a great game. I wanted it to come down to the end. And, you know, again, on the play where Purdy got injured, I thought that was going to be an interception because he got cracked as he was releasing it. It was a free ball. And uh, we couldn't. they couldn't hang on, but... Uh, 408's got um, the reason why. Bosa's blocker jumped early almost now every that, play. Now, that didn't bring that late. What, you didn't see the video, right? 
to back this up. Well, Bosa lines up offsides well, virtually every yeah. play of the but, game. But that's not like the Lane was getting an early start. Maybe he's quicker. No, no, it's fine. Hey. When the camera or the okay. film shows it, So zebra. was it offsides or not? What are you looking was at? Was it offsides? No, it's a false start. Throw I mean, yeah, it. false start, my yeah, bad. Yeah, false start, yeah. And I ain't got no dog in the fight, but well, maybe, when the maybe. average human can look at the video, what are the refs doing? You know what? Uh, Bosa got cleated in the calf by a teammate. His blood all of a sudden. No, I saw that, it. But that was yeah. That was what? That might not affect that your quickness. That was on quickness? the part. The gunner, the gunner guy. That wouldn't affect that. your quickness? No. T- okay, Seriously. What about last week against Dallas? I'm not. I'm just saying. Uh, week before against Seattle. You want to go down this road with Bosa? No, I'm asking because I've given you all the love. I'm just asking Big Dog where you at. He, oh, he was there. He was there. He occupied three people, I'm sure, like always. Well, he was there when they why, went down like the always. field on those long-ass drives twice. Yeah. And maybe him not being there is yeah. why they went down the field. Bottom line is somebody else had to step up, and yeah. they couldn't. They couldn't. Damn, they Where's, hurt. What? They hurt Hurts one time too, Stoddy. He tried. I don't want like even his like, running was ginger. Hurts. He wasn't running with authority. He was running like, oh my god, don't. And then uh, he uh, got up, and you could see him grimace. I'm see, like, this was, like this but is you got where, nobody that could throw the ball. This is where I'm not like, like, oh, where was Bosa? Where was Bosa? Like this is where I acknowledge I'm not an X and O guy. Yeah. But clearly, <laughs> Philly must have done something. They got the best offensive okay. line in the game. So, all right. If but they're going to do something, okay. then, then somebody else has to help him. Yeah. And okay. Yeah. I mean, I I, I feel some of that. I was just asking. I didn't tell you he played bad, but he set a standard. You know how many guys prep for Reggie White <laughs> and he still was coming? Strahan? When we keep going. Game. It's a different game. Alden Smith? What going. are you saying? <laughs> no, I'm. Say what you mean. No, I'm Say telling, what you mean. I'm, you how, have been like me. How'd Bosa play in the postseason? It wasn't his best. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to say this about the New York football giants with Stray Hand. He had, he had all kind of other guys helping. So it ain't just one. So I'm not saying he played bad, but when you're that dude that I'm I'm right. I'm comparing to how'd the Warner, greats. How'd Warner play yesterday? <sighs> I mean, he wasn't bad. Well, was he worse than Bosa? Different position. But Greenlaw? How's he, Greenlaw? Well, he had a bad penalty. They were all collectively all right. pedestrian, and that's why Philly, without Hurts having his best game, without a receiver even coming close to 100 yards, a running back, three yards a pop, they were able to go on long ass. You know what? It was penalty aided, too. Well, that's so the, the Niners that's didn't have their in the game. That's D'Amico no, Ryan's. He didn't def- com- com- yeah, I got you. He's a conductor. He didn't, let's, let's, he didn't commit one infraction. Let's not forget that earlier in the season, and at infrequent times during Kyle Shanahan's tenure, the 49ers have been sloppy and they've been highly penalized. They weren't, for the most part, during the Purdy stretch. You know what else they didn't do during the Purdy stretch? Turn it over. Turn it over. So they, it all came apart. Yeah. And that's what I mean. If you want to say it all emanated from the quarterback, 
think that's just a I'll little bit that. dangerous. I, I hope I don't sound like that today. Because then that's you're a saying, big part of it, oh, all Brock Purdy had to do was stay healthy and we would have won the game. See, I don't believe that. It might have been closer. Philly scored Philly two points better. in the second half. They were better early. And late. They were better four well, quarters. Once, once your boy was, Josh Johnson was out, it was over. Okay. Just hand off and run the clock. Yeah. 21-7. 21-7 in the second half. 49ers give up a 94-yard drive. Two years in a row. 94-yard drive. Man. How do you blame that one on Josh oh, Johnson? I, 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 man. You got to And then play. it's over. It's not over at 21-7. It's over 28-7 after your defense couldn't stop them on a 94-yard drive. Now, See, working just, with I, you for five I'm years? Not, it's not all Purdy. I'm okay. sorry. All right. But working that, with that, you five years? If you want to go 90% Purdy, it ignores the defense oh, right. getting dismantled. No, no, the line. The game was they, won in they, the trenches by live, both. They, what about the fact they completely lost their composure? Yeah, I get that. But i got to get credit about, on one play. What about this? Here's the other thing. And... Listen, been a million rounds with Kyle Shanahan. He ain't going anywhere. He's a great coach. His body language in the second quarter stunk. I didn't like it at the beginning. It stunk. What would you label it as? What would you call it? Woe is me. I'm looking at Kyle Shanahan, and it's like he's... Okay, because we clear gotta, give him some. It's clear his body language is saying, you guys are screwing us. Like, we're the not giving any call. Roughing the roughing the punter, that's, they, they got screwed, Stoney. What hotel you want me at? Because Bottom line they got is the refs come on, stunk both ways. I'm not blueing this. The refs had nothing to do with no, that but game. No, but as refs a coach, to do. you get in the refs' ear on that one. They're fine. running. It, it but that's the five point. or 50. I'm like, he Bad got body blocked language. into him. Bad body language from Kyle yeah. Shanahan. You think he didn't recover from the non-throwing the flag? Dude, that was humongous. That was everything. Mystic in San Francisco. What's up, Mystic? Hey, guys. It's so good to talk to you on a day like today as an old Oakland Raider fan who doesn't have a team anymore. All I've got is my hate for the Niners. Um, but let me just say this, though, guys. I'm hearing a lot of excuses. A lot of excuses. I know Brock Purdy got hurt. But did anybody complain when Tony Pollard went down for Dallas? No. It's part of the game. Brock Purdy got hurt because he got knocked on his keister by the Philadelphia defense. So let's start with that. Number two. The Eagles are a better team. Thanks, Mystic. Yep. So he didn't follow him to Vegas. He said he don't have a team no more. I'm, hey, the spread was two and a half. So don't I, I get Philly, better O-line, better D-line, better quarterback. Not better running back. That's where I was going. That run by McCaffrey. I know it was one place. Great How great was that? Incredible. Heard of the dude? Incredible. Then ran over one. So that's the high point. Well, no, no, no. no this is where the, the highlight. This is where that's like, the only highlight. This is where I'm sorry. That's the highlight. That's the highlight. Yeah. It's seven seven. Holy hell, we got a ball game. Can you believe the so Niners? And this game was even at eight I, and halfway I was through. It everywhere. And the defense allowed. Yeah. A touchdown drive to go you. down 14 7. Yep. The most important possession right after they'd gotten, right after, no. right after they'd I gotten tied, the defense didn't come through no. that particular time. And it wasn't a short field, it wasn't a turnover. They went the length. All right. 
888. Oh, we got a minute yet. By the way, uh, where'd you watch the game? Dana's. Uh, I was thinking we had a couple, yeah. we had a couple Niner fans, a couple Eagle fans, and then a couple people like me who had no preference. Just watch, just like to watch the game. You're a spy. Starting. <laughs> what? Did you stay for the second game? No. You got home. You went home and caught it. No, I didn't watch the second game. I just didn't feel like it. One, one, one four-hour football game. <laughs> just plenty. What? Yeah. Well, yeah, you would have saw a good game. <laughs> yeah, it would have ended on a penalty, though, huh? Ended Obviously, on a game-winning right? field goal. And he made a play, a bonehead play. They're showing Cincinnati coming to the locker room. Mm. Let's say I made the air. Okay. You're coming in. How do you touch the quarterback? So basically calling me out so the cameras can... Another player on the defense called him out. That was low. It's frustration. Well, say it in my face. Well, that's just the then same kind of frustration. Down. Same kind of frustration Dre Greenlaw showed punching the ball. That was not worse than your boy. Who? Trent Williams? Oh, my. Yeah. And then Sue was right there. You didn't do. You didn't want none of that smoke. You took the little dude. Ugh. All right. The Red and Gold Reaction is brought to you by the San Francisco Sheriff's Office. Your future begins here. Visit sfsheriff.com and apply today. We'll talk more about the NFC title game next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.